0: And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Slow Your Roll. I am Dominic Lorenzano, alongside the writer for the Yucky Wave Report, Jesse Caulfield, Brian Salem, the regular back-in studio. We're going to go over the NFL draft, what we got right, what we got wrong. Apparently, America, I smoke a whole lot of crack, because um, I completely whiffed on just uh, my take on the quarterbacks thing. First time in my life that quarterbacks don't get overdrafted. I whiffed on that. Uh, But we're going to go over some winners and losers, we think, of the draft, what we got right, what we got wrong for it, and some specific teams, we think, have sent some interesting messaging with their draft picks and what they did in the draft uh, to talk about. Bruins heading into the playoffs, taking on the Hurricanes. You know, we're going to talk about Bauer's suspension, Celtics dropping game one to the Bucks, and Debo Samuel, another round of fair and foul. All that on this edition, but we're pretty angry in new england it seems
1: speak for yourself
0: uh, exactly uh about bill belichick's draft especially the first pick but uh jesse caulfield is here to get us started on a, a different take on this that i'm sure we're all gonna jump down his throat about but you know what jesse if you want to if you want to get you know ridden out of the town for a week uh with pitchforks and uh torches go for it
1: thank you that was lovely Ah. Uh, <laughs> You know, I I had a rant two weeks ago about a similar topic, about how everyone is just way too quick to get upset about everything in this town. Um, And, you know, I knew going into this draft that there was nothing Bill could do that will ever make anyone happy here, because everyone was just waiting. They were hoping... I I assume they were all sitting there hoping he would mess up the draft. Oh, you know what would help if I hit play on this video? Yeah, you would. Uh, Let's... Anyway, we we missed thirty seconds. It's That's fine. That's okay. Anyway, everyone hates Bill nowadays. It seems I going into this draft. I knew everyone was going to be mad at him, no matter what he did. Everyone's, we want speed. We want this. We want that. Whatever. So and then his first pick, he picks Strange, both literally and figuratively. Um, and you know what? I at first didn't like the pick because I was like, who? But then like I looked into it more And like there was that And one of the reasons I think Most people jumped down his throat Is because again They all said who Because no one in this uh, Part of America Gives a damn about college football um, So they don't know anything past what I do Other than what You know the mock drafts say Just like everyone else But like You know looking into this guy Oh yeah the, the the Sean McVay thing That's another reason why like, People are like Oh Bill messed up He was supposed to go in round three Or whatever 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 I don't care Like the thing is there were reports that both Cincinnati and uh, the Vikings wanted this guy. Would they have taken him in their first round? I don't know. We'll never know. But Cincinnati was they would not have. Uh, Cincinnati was definitely looking at him. Bill Fe- Bill says they wouldn't have dropped. And they even said, like, if they didn't trade down, they would have took him anyway with that pick. So, like, this was their guy. That's who they want. That's exactly who they wanted. That's who they got. That sounds like a decent pick to me then. Whether Bill knows something or not, I don't know. I'm sure he does. But then again, Minnesota also was then maybe going to take him. Now, one reason thing I think Minnesota probably would have is because in the next round there was no offensive lineman taken till the round was half over, and then a center was taken by I don't want to click off the video. Somebody I don't remember. I think it was Philly. I think it was Philly. No, no, it was definitely Philly uh, with the center there. Can't remember his name. Starts with a C. C. Uh, but then. The Vikings then took a guard eight picks later. So they were definitely looking at guards. That's why I was like, oh, whatever. And then you look at the rest of his draft, which, like, there was that wide receiver that they definitely... um, Thornton. Yeah, that one was a reach. But, like, he's people wanted speed, fastest wide receiver in the draft... They then got... Marcus Jones. Yes. I don't know much about him. I didn't hear much about him. Explosive return man for the Houston Cougars. Best return man
0: in the country. Playmaker. Sensational speed. And someone that Belichick might actually be able to coach up.
1: All right. So you seem to like that one. I do like Marcus Jones. I also watch a ton of Houston Cougar The one right after it, the other cornerback, was another one people had problems with. Mm -hmm. Because he was a... Jack Jones, he was a troublemaker out of Arizona State. And... I've heard some of the things he's done, like Robin Panda Express or something, uh, and whatnot. Like, is that good? No. But, like, no one was questioning his talent, his ability. It's just his character. Now, the Jack well, Jones one, I'll, I'll go with this on. Bill is good friends with Herm
0: Edwards. So I'm sure Bill talked to Herm about him.
1: Oh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure he talked to pretty much, you know, he knows he's in good with a lot of these guys. Like, I'm sure he questioned uh, Cole Stranges. Coach, I I actually saw
2: something the other day that Bill did not once meet with Cole Strange's coach.
1: Where'd you hear that? It was like a CBS or one of it was. It was a legitimate. They met with him several times. I, I, there's no way they didn't ask a coach. Would you put that past Bill? I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. And And, not. and, And real quick,
2: since we're on the topic of Jack Jones. Is that Arizona State the same Arizona State that he drafted that useless bag of crap, Nikhil Harry, from? That is true. It's
1: also the same one he drafted Gronk from.
2: <laughs> All right, great. You're one for maybe three. Thirty-three percent's a failing well, grade he's, on well, he's standardized 50%, tests. Fifty
1: percent—that's pretty good for draft picks. we'll see how Jack goes. I don't like, have. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> I don't
0: like it. I don't have a huge. I, I, you, Jesse, continue.
1: <laughs> uh, but then, like. They took He took running back. I don't know much about them. He took the fastest running back again. Again, speed, blah, blah, blah. You're getting, uh, you're getting so low in the draft that at no, this point, I mean, it doesn't I'm, really matter. The point is what I'm saying is a lot of these deep stuff uh-huh. doesn't matter much. Like, he took two guards late, whatever. You know, they say, like, a, what makes a, a great draft is how well you do in the late rounds. And, like, people are just mad. You reach for the first pick. Maybe. You reach for the second pick. I don't care. That's fine. You could have drafted any wide receiver. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter. But, like, you needed to draft a wide receiver. I wanted line help more than I wanted anything. Would I have liked a linebacker as well? But the linebacker we wanted wasn't there anymore. So, like, I was fine with it. And he allegedly, wasn't, He wasn't and, there because he traded down. And allegedly, they didn't care about that wide, uh, linebacker at all anyway. I know they didn't. So, so you just don't draft one at all? I mean, if you know nothing about him, why would you? And it's not about, like, you know, this isn't the Giants. Oh, and we're looking at just the best player available. No, it's about need. Do I need line our linebackers? Sure, but like, I don't know. Bill wasn't looking at them.
0: And I will say this. I
1: wanted cornerbacks, <laughs> wide receivers, and linemen more than the other I will ones. say this. That's
0: what we got. Bill at least has a history of finding both linebackers and corners, whether late in rounds or at least in the league already, and being able to fit them in and coach them up and make them work. That's fine. My biggest issue is just the fact that this is horrendous, management of a draft there was no way strange was going anywhere near the top first round he probably wasn't going in the second round unless it was maybe at the end and you could have traded back pick somebody else and then traded back up in the second round probably without giving up much at all because nobody gives up a ton to trade back up in the second round it doesn't take much
2: Bet anything you still could have gotten Taequann Thornton at 54-2. You probably and and still could And still kept those picks that you gave to KC to trade up to 50. Yeah, probably. it was Gross it's, mismanagement yeah. of draft capital. Yeah,
0: it's strange can work out, but it's just absolute horrendous management of a draft. He was going nowhere near that. Most people had him going in the third round. And you spent...
1: This is also one of the, the mock drafts where no picks. everyone admitted they had no idea what was going on. That is true. So but that whole still,
0: third round for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, but no one actually seemed to think after the fact that he was gonna fall that far. That was just her, their projection before. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, there's a whole bunch of talk of like, no, he, like even Bill thought would he have fa- gone in the first round? No, I don't think so. But there was significant. Um, talk that no he wasn't going to be there for their second round pick
0: but you can trade up in the second round and not have to give up as much i guess you it it doesn't take that much usually to move back up in in the draft if you're doing it past the first round i guess but okay and you got the extra picks from moving down already i have no problem with the moving down you want to move down in the first and get another pick that's fine but don't take strange still in the first round take somebody else and then use that to move back up in the second if you're worried that Cole ain't going to be there.
1: But then you'll just take these two in the second round. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah, but you're going to get a first-round player who can potentially work out, whether you want to go linebacker, corner. Dean was still there. Lloyd was gone by the 29th pick, but there were plenty of people there still.
1: Yeah, but none of them
2: they really cared about or were looking at. All right, let me ask you a question. Would you rather have a starting linebacker at 21 and the guard that the team really liked at, say, Sixty, I guess. Then
1: just that guard at twenty nine, I guess. But then you might not get the wideout you want. You might not like they. In they didn't care about the the linebackers. So, <clears> I guess. I don't either.
0: It's not even just linebacker. It's just there's so many needs on this team. You could have gone somewhere else in the first. Then if you needed to, you could have gone edge. You could have gone corner. You could have gone secondary. I, I, you could have gone really. somebody else on the line we're if not you that wanted. Concerned about the edge eh, I'd like a better pass rush of what they have. I guess. It's just bad management of a draft. It, it really is. Eh. You could have gone so many other places and still had Cole Strange.
1: But they didn't want to.
0: I know. So is that but, bad but, management?
1: Yes, it is. That's They did what they wanted <laughs> to do. Okay, but, but w- w- here's the thing. Now everyone wants to
0: defend Bill. What historically is making you defend Bill, at least when it comes to the draft? He has draft horribly. Over the Recently. past five years. Recently. Other than last year when it was reported oh, that he took a back seat. Here's the thing about the that.
1: I don't really think he took that much of a back seat because they still were drafting Alabama people. They're still drafting from his favorite places. Okay, but, the, but like you
0: say, Alabama. Listen, everybody drafts from Alabama. The SEC made up what? Half, if not more than half, of the first round. Yeah, but
1: do you think he wouldn't have taken Barmore last year if it was just Bill? No, I don't think. I think he still would have taken him. I think he still would have taken Duggar. I think they still would have taken Mac Jones.
0: Uh, maybe. I don't know.
1: I mean, you uh, think he would have taken a different quarterback? Probably not. Down.
0: But uh, hold
2: on. You mentioned Duggar in there. Duggar wasn't from that Jones draft. Duggar was, was two old, years ago. Two years ago? Yeah.
1: Oh, so when he didn't, was totally hands-on himself? When oh, he found um, Duggar? Oh, 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 okay. So we've established. We've established.
0: Bill can draft Guy's in the secondary. Well, listen, you yeah. need more than just that as much as you need also, secondary.
2: Also, I, got draft an, I, I get another issue with this draft, okay? After this draft, you now have 15 players between the wideout and running back position.
1: Mm. That's not a bad problem to have.
0: I mean, Especially
1: since, like, some of them, I mean, Nikhil Harry's not movable, but, like...
0: They're going to cut him.
1: Probably. Uh, Aguilar to- could be moved for maybe a late round pick next year. Uh, and I prefer. I don't know to-
0: if anyone's going to take on that money, but
1: after next year, his contract's
0: up, so he
2: can just go wherever. It's not like Bill's going to go. Oh, <coughs> yeah. so There's we- not a move to be unless Bill moves him now. There's no move to be made with Stonehands next year.
1: Yeah. So I got I, I, it, I don't care anyway. But I, like, Damien Harris is easily movable, and he's probably not here in the long run. So you should. Especially since you went with two more running backs. And like, Ramondre Stevens is more than fine. Mm. So, not to mention, is JJ Taylor still in this system? He, he was pretty is. good, actually. Yeah. So, again, I have no concern All with right, the running well, back. You're
2: just proving my point now. Why are you drafting more if you already have a room full of guys that are more than competent?
1: Because they're movable. Now, they. Trade one? Yeah, why not? Oh, maybe. Why not trade Harris at this point? Like, he's not here for the long run. And we know that. Yeah. You're going to pay him next year? No. No, you're not. No one's going to pay a running back anymore after the last couple of, you know. I mean, someone will pay him, pay him, not like huge money, but more than the Patriots or even should pay him. Uh, maybe. We'll Especially see. with how deep the running back. Bill can draft running backs, it seems. Bill can draft linemen. The, my problem with the drafting of the linemen is the fact that we don't have Skarneckia to coach them up anymore. Mm. That's why I don't like the line.
0: mm. I think it's horrible management of a draft.
1: That's another
2: thing. I feel like at no point did we ever talk about as far as Bill's team build like not uh, outside of roster building, team building.
1: Like the like, coaching
2: room? Why is Joe Judge and Matt Patricia working here again?
1: Listen, that's uh, a different conversation. Oh, and no, covered I, that. I, I we don't covered like that. how that is going, but I think that's old man Bill just being like, I got it.
2: I don't want it. I got it. Yeah, like he does with every draft.
0: Yeah,
1: listen, I think it's time to take some uh, power away from Bill. I would rather have Bill the Cat running the draft than Bill the GM. The problem is like with the whole hiring of coaches and staff. Like it's been, Bill always has liked to his friends, family, people close to him. He wants to give them jobs. Nepotism. Sounds like the Cowboys. And, and yeah, he's still people
2: who are at his mercy. Because I think a lot of these guys wouldn't have had an opportunity if it wasn't for Bill. Like, we all Uh, saw what happened. A little bit. but Okay, we saw what happened to McDaniels when he went to Denver. Looked good in the regular season. Fell on his face in the playoffs. We saw what happened when Joe Judge went to New York. Fell on his face the second the plane landed. We saw what happened in Detroit as soon as Patricia got there. Fell on his face before he even got in the taxi to take his fat pantload ass to the airport. And then his first press conference, everyone there hated him.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Joe Judge thing, that was a terrible thing on the Giants part. Like, you hired a special teams coach as your head coach. Like, yeah. I don't think that was ever going to work out. No. And, like, I didn't mind bringing Joe Judge back if he was just a special teams coach again. I don't like the position they put him in. Mm. Uh, I mean, McDaniels, I think McDaniels will probably do fine this time. I think he will, in too. In Vegas. it's gonna be It's going to be hard for anyone to do okay in Vegas because of how... That team is run How loose they are And the city they're in And all that stuff
0: Yeah but it's a good roster Sure But but I just think This clearly is showing Bill is just Stay in your lane The longer The longer this has gone on Absolutely his lane is the GM No but the longer this has gone on To me the worse it's gotten And Bill should stick to coaching And they should get him out of the, the draft room And the GM room no. Absolutely. We oh. haven't drafted
1: well in five years. I got another one as it pertains to the draft. Why is Matt Groh here? Because yeah, Bill likes him. <laughs> we just talked about that a minute oh. ago. <laughs> name, name any name in that room. you probably, probably kiss Bill's ass. Like, you ship out... Who, who were the two guys that left? If all you're going to have around you is yes men,
0: then... Well, no, we've yeah. talked about who how that's the, a problem. Who, who are the two line.
2: guys that just went to
0: Patriots West? Ziegler and who else? Oh, Ziegler. I forget the other one.
1: The, to the Texans? Because no. they lost their GM a couple of years ago to the Texans. No, Casario went to yeah, the Yeah, Nick Casario. I liked Casario. I did yeah. too.
2: But Ziegler and there was another one that just went to Vegas. I forget who it was. And they're in the scouting and personnel oh. department. Oh. Right? Yeah. But like- well,
1: I'm sure that's a situation of like Ziegler taking his, his guys. Mm. And McDaniels wanted to take right. some of his like guys. At
2: the end of the day, Robert has to go look, Bill. You can't keep signing all of your friends. This is unequivocally terrible.
1: Another problem with actually that is I think uh, Robert Kraft is so old that he's just like, I don't know. He's just happy hey, to make his money anymore. Hey, hey, and hey, and
0: like he said he came out and he was he was bothered by the fact that they haven't won a playoff game now in
1: three years. I guess, but like, you almost feel like he kind of has to say something like that. I don't know. I, I, think, some I think
0: Bill's more on the hot seat than people realize he ought
2: to
1: be mm.
0: as much
2: as i love bill he
0: ought to be i'm not saying I, he'd get fired d- a- i'm d- not saying he'd get fired after this year i'm not saying that
1: but i don't because after like how he handled free agency last year a lot of those worked out more than the league average i mean the more hands on coaching he was last year the better the team was it's when he went hands off again near the end of the season that it all fell apart jesse yeah.
2: when you write out over 300 million dollars in contracts most of them ought to be good
1: I don't think that's really how it ever goes in the NFL. Yeah, though. NFL, NFL's about 50/50
0: on free agency. I'm not going to jump on him for that one now, as much. I would hope. But your thing, but you brought up, oh, as soon as he was hands off on the coaching, everything fell to crap. This is more proving why let's get him out of the GM room. Let's get little a little bit more off the plate so he can stay hands on on coaching. I have no problem with Bill as the coach. He's still the best coach in the NFL. But the roster building and the bigger picture of the team is
1: But he did build a good roster. Is passing him by. It's just the coaches let him down. Now, again, I want him to pick better coaching. But, like, his roster building I don't really have a problem with.
0: Oh, gosh. Jeez. We'll see. We'll see. I think – I think, I don't think it's going to go well. And like, I
2: don't have a problem with his roster building. We're talking about the same guy that drafted Razai Dowling and Ellis Hobbs.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, th- he what's hasn't, wrong with Hobbs?
1: He, he hasn't drafted well. Els Hobbs, he was pretty good.
0: Dude, they have whiffed. Dude, I, I used to call him Toast because he was it? always getting burned. Bill, I think it's been what five, six years since Bill has even drafted a Pro Bowler. Okay, <laughs> that that's bad. That's bad drafting. All right, a legit Pro Bowler. I mean, Matt kind
2: of like de facto made the Pro Bowl last year, so I'll half-ass give him that. Oh come on! Like.
1: He wasn't a first selection.
2: Hey, I said half-ass. <laughs> give it to him, and I said de facto many, Pro Bowl.
1: How many Pro Bowls has the Jaguars taken? Giants, all these like, these bad teams that are constantly picking early. Mm-hmm. He's picking late, and yet he still builds better teams than them.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: But would you rather have Bill? Coach all right. Would them. you rather have Bill as your GM or the Giants' GM over the past decade? The Jaguars' GM over the past decade.
0: Well, you got to hire a good GM, but it's a good job. The Pats the Pats would entice a very good candidate because it's a good job with a stable organization. I don't know if coach. they would
1: entice a good candidate, especially <laughs> if Bill was still the head coach. Uh,
0: yeah, that is a fair point because maybe someone doesn't want to come here and think that his power is going to get undercut by Bill. But you would just make it clear to him that, that
1: Bill, also, will Bill will no never, longer... Bill will never step down from that role. Oh,
0: I know that. It's going to be... I, don't, I I just think it's going to be rough times for the next five years for Pats fans.
1: I think it mostly will because the Bills and the Dolphins. Yeah, they're all getting better. And, like, you like the Jets draft, so, you know. I like the Jets draft, better. but at the end of the day, they're not
0: going to make it work because of the Jets. <laughs> but anyway, all right, I think that's enough. We completely disagree with you on that one. That's yeah, fine. Bill blew the draft. <laughs> I think he did, too, especially the first round. All right. Going to Rapid Fire News real quick. That NFL draft, as we mentioned, was crazy. We had Malik Willis is going to go. I think Kuyper McShay had him going sixth to Carolina. He ends up going in the third round. Um, this pa- So this draft had nine trades in the first round, an NFL record, and six wide receivers taken in the top 20 picks, another record that has never happened before in an NFL draft. Multiple guys that people had in their mock drafts go in the first round, falling all the way to second or third round. All over the place. It was a crazy draft. Um, since we did the show last, the Red Sox 2-5 and, um, and lost 2-3 of three to the Baltimore Orioles. So, not good so far for the Sox.
2: Quick question. At this point that they're at in the season right now, statistically, were they worse last year? Because they got off to a bad start last year. Too. No, no, no. They the won- first
1: series was bad, but then they went on a nine-game winning streak after that. So, yeah, this is significantly worse. <laughs> okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. They'll be all right, though, I think. Anyway, Bruins also two and one since we last did the show, and that uh, taking them into the playoffs today, uh, where they're taking on the Carolina Hurricanes in the first round. You guys will have plenty to talk about, I'm sure, on that. Trevor Bauer has been given a two-year suspension by the MLB and Rob Manford. We'll talk about that, too. Also, see if that really holds up. But a two-year suspension for Trevor Bauer. I think it might be excessive, but we'll see. Also, A.J. Brown was traded for? by the way, in the draft, and then got his wish as he was given a four-year, $100 million contract extension by the Philadelphia Eagles, $57 million guaranteed. And on the last uh, bit of news uh, that happened today, I believe, Honey Badger is going to be reportedly signed by the New Orleans Saints. I don't think figures or any details of the contract have come out yet, at least when I last looked. Maybe they have by now. Um, but when I looked, none of the details were out yet. I think it's interesting. It kind of shows you, I think, that New Orleans thinks that they can still win right now. And lastly, Robinson Cano has been designated for assignment by the New York Mets. I'll be Uh, honest, I forgot he was still in the league. I did too, actually. (laughs) I thought he was gone by now. But anyway, that has been Rapid Fire News as we get on to the NFL Draft Summary. We had the whole show about this last week, and now we're getting on to the results winners losers everything like that but uh jesse i'm gonna start with you since you got to start the opening rant i'll I'll give it to you here pick your one winner and one loser from this draft
1: well my winner you mentioned the move they did already Mm -hmm. i picked the eagles as a winner now i mostly have them as a winner because they won i guess the aj brown sweepstakes as you could say uh i mean the contract's a little eh but like they have, they have a clear number one, really good wideout uh, that really helps. I think also Devonte Smith, mm-hmm. as he doesn't have to try to be a number one, um, and that should, in theory should really help Jalen Hurts. But mm. we shall see. Uh, they're all loaded on on draft picks next year, so they can really take quarterback then. Mm-hmm. But also they got uh, Jordan Davis in the first round, a great uh, tac- uh, defensive uh, tackle out of Georgia. At thirteen, they got the Cam Jurgens guy, the center mm-hmm. that got picked right after Thornton. Mm-hmm. Nico-
2: in the sec- Dean in the third round too. That's huge.
1: Oh yeah, no, I was about to say like that. He, he projected to maybe even be a first rounder. He fell all the way in the third round. That was a great pickup for them. And I think that's they didn't have a lot of picks, but I think that's why those those picks and the AJ Brown trade to why like they they had a great draft weekend. Mm. And my loser, I have the Browns. I feel like the loser was a lot harder to pick this year because of how all over the place this draft was. Um, but I picked them as a loser because mostly because Baker Mayfield is a big loser here. He didn't get moved still. Uh, they're stuck with him, and they said they're going to keep him for as long as it takes to move him. Mm. They didn't pick until the third, and they got no one really of value that I heard. Like I don't know much, but like no one was talking about their picks, and they, they took a kicker in the fourth round. So I have them as a loser because of how little they did. That's my winners and losers.
0: Okay. Um, with the Philly one, <clears throat> I think it's interesting because when the AJ Brown thing, when that news uh, broke at first, I kind of thought it was dumb. I really didn't like what Philly did, especially considering all the wide receivers that are in this draft. But then I thought about it and I was like, would I want to pay AJ Brown that money? No, but from Philly's position, I get it. You're not paying your quarterback really anything. You have largely whiffed on wide receivers. I know Devontae Smith ended up kind of working out last year, but they've kind of whiffed, it seems like, year after year on their wide receiver picks.
1: Well, Smith's with, like, a guarantee. No, well, yeah, I know.
0: And you're, like I said, you're not paying a quarterback anything. You need to see if Jalen Hurts can play, and if he is your guy moving forward, let's get him all the help. And your division has gotten so much weaker that I get them saying, we can overpay for a wide receiver and maybe go for a division winning year this year because they might be able to considering Washington, Carson Wentz. They definitely see him as a bridge. And the Cowboys have lost a lot of talent. So I get why the Eagles did it.
1: And here's another thing about Despite, that contract. Mm-hmm. the first All of the money, like it's 57 guaranteed, half of that money of the whole contract is going to be gone. So you can move him and even just drop him after two years if it's not working out and you want to save some money. yeah So it's not the worst contract in the world at all.
0: No it's not i it's too much money to pay for a wide receiver um but it's only
1: it's kind of short term the fact that six wide receivers were taken
0: in this draft in the first twenty picks shows me what I said a couple of weeks ago was totally about to happen, which is this little bubble that's happened with the wide receivers getting all this money is about to burst because I think the teams and the uh, GMs are getting it now and they're saying we can we don't want to pay our guy this kind of money let's draft wide receivers right now because there's plenty of them in these drafts so I think they paid the money to a wideout out a little bit late <laughs> um, for as far as we're going to see that money start to dry up. But again, the situation the Eagles are in, I do understand what they did. I love the Davis pick going along with Cox uh, on the defensive interior. It's going to make them really, really tough on opposing uh, teams. So I don't disagree with you there. Um, yeah. Brian, do you have a winner and loser from the draft?
2: I do like... Uh, if. I, I See, I almost want to say that I'm a little bit torn between Philly because I love what they did, especially on defense with uh, Dean and Davis. I love that they played together, too, mm. at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, there's familiarity there. They know what they like to do. They know how they work together. Uh, but not for nothing, mm. I got to give it to the Jets. They had a pretty decent draft.
0: Mm.
2: Picking up uh, uh, Sauce Gardner there, mm-hmm. the uh Probably consensus number one cornerback in this yes. entire draft. Yes. A lot of guys said he was the best player in the draft yep. overall. <clears throat> uh, getting Garrett Wilson at number 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huge mm-hmm. uh, for their young quarterback there. And uh, there was another one. Oh, uh, round three, pick 101. Uh, probably the, the the most highly touted tight end in this draft, Jeremy
0: Ruckert. Uh, second, I think McBride was a little bit more, but yeah.
1: It's, not, it's a good pick.
0: This one's just to piss you off, Jesse. The Pats lost <laughs> the
1: draft. I didn't say they won the draft. I yeah, so was not it, it's was nearly as bad as they one. thought, as everyone claims. I know, but I, w- I just want to
2: drill
0: it home to you that it really was as bad. Yeah. They, they Terrible value pick as far as what they picked in the first round. I get it. Um, yeah, you know, the Jets one, I think if you look at things just from a draft perspective— the Jets had the best draft of everyone. It's just, at the end of the day, that the Jets. And they so, won't put it together. Yeah, like, so is it all going to matter? Like, you probably have the third or fourth best coach in your division. Uh, probably the worst owner uh, in your division. And I'm not sure if your quarterback is a franchise quarterback. So, at the end of the day, you got the best corner, the best wide receiver, and a very nice edge rusher. Is it really going to matter in the end, though? I don't really think it will. Nope. But... They definitely, if you want to look at just the draft, they did have, in my opinion, the best drafts as well. I agree with you there.
1: Yeah, they um, also got Jermaine Johnson out of uh, Florida State who's projected to be a pretty high edge rusher in the first round.
0: Well, that's what I said. You've got a very nice uh, he, edge rusher Yeah, in Jermaine Johnson. All right. Um, for my winner, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I thought the Ravens had a sensational draft, even though it seems like a people are a little annoyed, or at least not annoyed. The are surprised at what they did. They thought they would go somewhere else, but they didn't. Um, they picked Kyle Hamilton, who all the way at 14, right? Didn't even have to trade up to get Kyle. That was a miracle. I know. So maybe, other than Sauce Gardner, maybe the best secondary player in this draft. Completely, easily the best safety. High IQ. High work ethic. Somebody you really don't think is going to bust. Someone who can play in coverage as well, even out of the safety spot one-on-one sometimes. Um, So I thought sensational pick by the Ravens to help what was a terrible pass defense last year. I know part of that was because of injury, uh, but still they needed help in the secondary. And then in their second pick uh, in the first round, they take Tyler Linderbaum, center out of Iowa. Now, it's a center, but best center in the draft. Athletic enough to be versatile. They think that they could move him even to guard too, if they need to. And one of those guys that it just seems like almost zero bust potential, pretty much in a guy like Linderbaum out of Iowa. So, two sensational, sensational picks by the Ravens. Um, I think without having to do a whole bunch of crazy trading up or anything like that. I know they traded with Buffalo um, to have this pick uh, of Linderbaum, but in general, you know, it seemed like guys kind of just fell to them. Um, I actually like that they moved Marquise Brown. Um, They moved a somewhat distracting, not great locker room player who doesn't fit their offense at all. There's a reason he's been so up and down in Baltimore and now wants to get paid money. Um, They moved him out. They got value for him. And they have Rashad Bateman, who I think is about to break out. And he's just a better fit of a wide receiver for Lamar because Lamar is not a great thrower of the football. Marquise Brown is a burner but he's small he's not a big target to throw to so you have to be kind of accurate. Bateman is a big target over the middle type uh, wide receiver who can go up and get passes that are a little bit off target um, so I think Bateman is just a better fit for Lamar anyway so I, I liked that they moved Hollywood Brown. my loser I have the Houston Texans. I put this on my Facebook um. The only one who was smoking more crack than me that night was the Texans' front office, because I don't know why the Texans picked what they picked. Oh, that's your guy, Jesse, Mick Casario. <laughs> I, listen, they're one of the—no, not one of. They are the strangest front office in football. Weird. They're run by, like, a former Pats team pastor who has too much power in B. It's a weird franchise and a weird front office. Um, and it's not that the players they got were bad. But they had premium picks, and I think they wasted them on guys that could be busts. They took Derek Stingley. I talked to three different people down in New Orleans. One of them comes on the show. He's 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 you know he's a fan guy. The other two, one is producer, um, a producer at a local radio station, and the other guy is an on-air personality. They won't come on the show because they tell me things uh, that they wouldn't actually say in public. Um, but I talked to them about this, and Stingley had... Immaturity issues and work ethic issues at LSU. He is a high-traits guy. He's big, rangy. He reminds people of Jalen Ramsey. That's why he was the second-best corner. But there's a huge bust potential with Derek Stingley. And a lot of people have Ahmad Gardner, not as just the best corner, but the best player in the draft. And yet the Texans didn't pick Gardner and went with Derek Stingley. I thought that was a huge, huge whiff. Um by the Texans. And then the other one, they took a guard at the 15th pick and Kenyon Green from Texas A&M. Like, why trade down at that point if you're going to take O-line? Because they learned from Bill. It's its a guard. Like, there were just, there was way more value on the board still. I mean, I, Penning was still there. The Saints ended up getting him just like they wanted, but like, he's considered a better O-lineman and better draft then Green, and Green's a guard. Penning's not. Penning's a tackle. McDuffie was still on the board. I mean, Quai Walker was still on the board. Um, Linderbaum. That's yes, the other one. Linderbaum is a center who many people think could move to guard. He was still on the board, and yet they took Kenyon Green. It, it, it just seemed like, again, an odd pick by the Texans, and I think they wasted uh, very high round picks that they should have taken on more um, – more proven, I would sort of, prospects who could play. But those are my winners and losers. Anybody have anything to say about either the Ravens or the Texans won?
1: I will say about one reason I didn't really consider the Texans that much of a loser is because they, that's, they got apparently exactly what they wanted. Those are the guys they wanted. Now, why? I don't know. <laughs> but, like, they very much wanted Stingley over Gardner. For whatever reason, they thought maybe it's better for their system, what have you. I don't know. Um, and, yeah, they, apparently they really did want... Um, Kenyon Green. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like we it, when we did the mock draft, like, I had him at 25 to Buffalo. But that means, yeah, Johnson was ahead of him. Penning was ahead of him. I put Linderbaum right ahead of that, at least on my personal one. So... Why they did it, I don't know. But like they seemed very happy with it. So it's like a situation of they know something, maybe we don't. Except again, the Texans have been terribly run
0: for a while now, so what makes you think they have it right?
1: Yeah, but I've kinda like that. If the rest the of past- the league
0: if the rest of the league thinks one thing and you think the other thing, what are the chances that you are right and the other thirty one teams are wrong? Yeah, they're playing chess, everyone
1: else is playing checkers. I've liked their how they've done things the past couple years. Since they got rid of uh, O'Brien. Oh, gosh. Everybody blames
0: O'Brien for everything. And I don't even like O'Brien. And the trade was, some of the trades he made were dumb. But that front office is terrible.
1: So it's gotten (laughs) better without O'Brien. Has it? The players hated that man.
0: Has it gotten better? Because at least O'Brien made the playoffs.
1: Uh, They took a clear step forward that they weren't supposed to take last year. Yeah,
0: they played better than they were supposed to last year. But still, I wouldn't say it's
1: gotten better since. They found. Uh, they struck gold, I guess, with Mills. Well, far more than we'll they, see. Far more than we thought they were going to get out of him already. We will see.
0: I like Davis Mills. I don't like the way they draft in general, though. So, and I don't think they drafted well here. Uh, anything on the Baltimore stuff? Didn't uh, did Baltimore get somebody else later?
1: Actually, too. They got a linebacker. That's in right. The second round. I can't remember his name. It's it's one of those hard pronounced names.
2: Oh, they did what Bill should have done.
1: <laughs> uh Ojabo. Oh, okay who that is yeah i don't have
0: a huge amount of thoughts on that but i like what they did in the first round and i think they landed you know best safety one of the best secondary players and the best offensive lineman who wasn't a tackle um in linderbaum so yeah i like what they did a lot all right from that still more draft stuff um i want to go over like quickly kind of the things that we got right and the things that we got wrong when it came to the draft um did you go over this? Do you know what we got right?
1: Uh, I mean, I went all over. Like, I didn't write down our, like, draft we all put together. Okay. But I compared it with mine. All right. So what did you get right? Oh, the big thing. I don't. It, it,
0: and by the way, it doesn't even need to be specific just players. It can be just, like, what route people win. Like, oh. Like, because I have. So we got right. You got right that the Titans were going to get Traylon Burks. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Um, and they moved A.J. Brown. <clears throat> yeah, we got we got the first two picks right. There would be Trayvon Walker first and then the other guy. Everyone would know
1: that. I, got, I,
0: I didn't think they'd trade up to do it, but I got New Orleans, I got the Saints picks perfectly right. I said they'd go Chris Olave, wide receiver, and Penning, tackle. Uh,
1: I got Penning. Yeah. I don't know who it was the other one. So um. I know
2: I didn't send you guys a mock draft, but I actually did make one, and there was one thing that I got right. <laughs> what was it? I whiffed 31 times, but the one thing that I got <laughs> right was that Bill was going to trade out a 21 to draft a fat guy.
1: <laughs> we did predict they would trade. Actually, we thought they would trade out of the
0: first round. Yes. Or they would take Lloyd. Um, the other thing we got right, uh, that Thibodeau would go to the Giants. We had it on the Giants' second pick, though not their first pick. But still, we got the player and the destination right. Um, and we got, we got Pittsburgh right. But the Steelers wouldn't trade up, but they would take a quarterback. We got the quarterback wrong that they would take, because we well, thought it'd be Desmond Ritter, but...
1: I thought the Saints were going to take Pickett one pick before the yes. Steelers with their second pick. Yeah, that's I thought why
2: Carolina t- would have taken Pickett.
1: I, so I, so like, did I. <laughs> all the mock drafts I saw, and everyone was saying Panthers were going to go with the line in the first pick. So yeah. I was like, all right, I guess that's... I mean, I got the person mm. wrong, because mm. Iquanu fell to six. So they took a mm-hmm. Uh, But I thought they were going to take Evan Neal.
0: Yeah. 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 But anyway, so yeah, that's the things we got. All right. I got the Jets, not on our consensus, because I think our consensus, when we put together, I gave up ground on the Jets one, the whoever somebody else thought would go. But I got both the Jets pick exactly right. And I think you had the same picks as me
1: on that, or no? Oh, I had, I mean, I thought Amard Gardner was going to go third to Houston. Oh yeah, but they so, took Stanley. <laughs> so then I thought the Jets were going to get Thibodeau.
0: Oh okay, so never mind. You didn't get it but,
1: right. but then I was, we were correct with uh,
0: yeah, wide receiver second pick.
1: Yeah, Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we both we both got Garrett Wilson right. I got that they would get Amont Gardner right as well. All right, what we got wrong? Everything else. Everything. Well, listen, we. Hey, I went and looked at our draft and realized that I we actually did better than I thought we did. Even if we didn't get the exact pick and name right, we got like what route the team would go right a lot of the time. But anyway, the quarterbacks in the first round whiffed on that. We whiffed on the Texans pick, but, you know, they're a weird front office anyway, so, you know, everyone, everyone couldn't predict what the hell the Texans were going to do. Texans going to Texan. Yeah. Washington trading back. Did not see that coming. I did not think that the commanders would trade back. I thought for sure that they would probably take Hamilton. Um, we did not think that the wide receivers were going to go as fast as they did. They were all gone
1: by the first 20 picks. Did we say, what was the consensus with the Seattle first pick, number nine? We-, uh, we, we all had them going tackle. All right, because I got it right, Charles Cross. Yeah,
0: we all had them going okay. tackle. Okay, I don't know if that was. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is uh, you had them picked higher than I did, but I still had him picked in the first round. Uh, Andrew Booth, the corner, didn't go to the second round. We had him going way earlier in the first round. Uh, what like I... in the top. Like oh, yeah, I had, a, I had him at 15 Yeah, to think, the Eagles. Yeah, I think I had him in the 15 as well. So that's what we got right and what we whiffed on in the draft. Um, so last thoughts, last thoughts on the draft. Um, Jesse, did you have any specific teams you wanted to cover?
1: Uh, I mean, not particularly. Oh, okay. Uh, we covered the Patriots. Uh, I, you know, I had my thoughts about the Eagles and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. It's hard with such a weird draft. This was it's hard to like pick out a team that like, oh, you did really good or oh, that was terrible because
0: it's uh, not even it's not even about terrible. It's just I thought so I'm going to I'll start Uh, a couple of teams I want to cover. We're going to start with the Carolina Panthers. Now, I thought they would go quarterback with the sixth pick. I didn't necessarily think it was the right decision. I just thought they would do it. I thought what they ended up doing was really, really good. I thought it was really smart. It was a really bad O-line last year. You take—I um, uh, can't say his name. Akeem. Oh, oh, Akeem— Akuanu. A- Akuanu, thank you. Aquanu. You take Akuanu, who a lot of people think is the best tackle in the draft, to fix that O-line. You wait. You probably completely tank this year with Sam Darnold and not being able to address a lot of other things on that team, and you get a better quarterback next year. I know they took Matt Correll, uh, Coriel in the third round. That's probably just a, like, let's see what happens. But I bet you Tepper would have liked them to take quarterback. But I like what this means for Carolina because it means, to me at least, I don't think Tepper meddled. I don't think he got involved. He let the football people do their job, and they took the best tackle to fix what was clearly the worst part of their roster other than their quarterback. Take a lesson, Bill. <laughs> so I, I, I think it's a good day in Carolina, at least. you know they. Pro- I, I like Matt Rule. I don't think he's been given a fair chance. He didn't have a lot to work with but at this coach he's probably a, at this point he's probably a dead coach walking so no reason again to take a quarterback high if you don't think you have the uh, the coach so get the tackle fix the old line they have a good defense especially a good front 7 they have weapons locked up in DJ Moore and McCaffrey and then you'll have a new coach next year and a new quarterback and you'll bring him something to work with so i thought that was one thing about the carolina draft that's what told me what Carolina is thinking in the building for the Panthers. Um, the other two I want to go over. The Packers.
1: Ah, I was going to say them.
0: Everybody flipped out and was like, oh my gosh, we feel so bad for Aaron Rodgers. They didn't get a wide receiver, blah, 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 blah. Listen, all the wideouts were gone earlier than I think a lot of people even thought. Do you think that means Green Bay should reach and take a wide receiver that's not a first-round talent? No there were plenty of guys that they could, they could go and get in the second round. That's exactly what they did when they got Christian Watson. Um, And they upgraded, you know, the defense like they should because you're paying a ton of money on the offensive side to Aaron Rodgers. you got to get cheap and young on the defense. And they addressed that with two picks with uh, Walker and uh, Wyatt. Or is Wyatt on the O-line? I might be wrong. On no,
1: that he's one. on the D-line. Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: I yep. thought they went defense, defense with both picks. Yeah, I'm good.
2: Inside linebacker at 22, Quay Walker. Yeah. Uh, 28 but again, my, my
0: biggest thing with everyone crying about this is you're paying Aaron Rodgers so much money, you need the picks, so you can't trade up. And what do you want them to do? You want them to reach for a wide receiver that's not a first-round talent? Every single consensus first-round wide receiver was gone by the time Green Bay was about to pick. So we have to reach for a pick just to appease Aaron Rodgers? That's ridiculous. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's even if I didn't, I'm just saying, like, the circumstances said you can't take a wide receiver at this point unless you're going to horribly reach for one. Now, granted, one of them was a compensatory pick at number
2: 258 overall. Mm. Still. And then the last one.
0: You still drafted three wideouts. What, the Packers? Yes. Yeah, Stop I crying. I know. That's what I mean. They still, they still went out and addressed it later on. It's just every first round wideout was gone. What do you want them to do? And then the last one, the Saints, who uh, got their draft right. I just want to revel in that because I was so wrong on the quarterback thing.
1: I almost picked them as a winner. I really like what they did in the draft.
0: But I also think now they go out and get Honey Badger here today. I think the, I think the Saints are telling you what they think about Jameis Winston. I think that they think that they can still compete. They got a weapon for the offense to try to replace some of the things they've lost. Their division is weak. Atlanta's in rebuild. Carolina's in a deep rebuild. Um, So I think the Saints are telling you what they think of Jameis Winston, and they think that they can still compete. So does anybody have any thoughts on those three teams in their drafts?
1: Uh, I mean, you kind of... I was going to talk about Green Bay, but you kind of said everything. Mm. Uh, And like I said, I almost picked New Orleans as a winner, but they didn't have a lot of picks, and... You know, after like the first two rounds, like, but you, you know.
0: think you think with what they've done in the draft and then getting Honey Badger, you don't think that they think they can go for it still. I think they think
1: that. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I don't see them doing that. Why? Uh, there's still too much money tied up in uh, Thomas, and I. There's so many questions with. Uh, Famous Jameis. But their division is bad. Winston played at least well last year when he was No, he he did. And And the NFC is so watered down now. But, like, they lost Sean Payton, and I don't know. I guess. don't Don't know.
0: know. I hear you. I hear you.
1: And if you have to rely too much on Jameis Winston, I really don't like that. But they still have talent on the defensive side. No,
0: I think they'll be a decent team. Yeah, they still have Cam Jordan over there. And uh, who's the corner? They still got the really good corner. The only one they really lost was Armstead on the old line. And they feel like maybe they've replaced him with Penning, with drafting Penning. So I I, I like the idea about the Saints. I I do think they can still go for it just because of how bad their division is and how bad the NFC in general has got. All right. Anyway, I think that does it. We are good on the NFL draft. Time to wrap this one up. We're going to take a quick break here. And then uh, Jesse and Brian are getting into some Bruins and uh, hockey talk the playoffs stick with us guys
1: And we are back from our break. Going to talk some hockey, Stanley Cup playoffs, Dom's favorite subject. Going to get all the info. So it starts tonight, today. And I have no idea what's going to (laughs) happen. I made my picks. You can go and make your little bracket like it's March Madness. And the whole time I made it, I looked at everyone. I was like, well, this team is going to lose. This team is going to lose. We got to pick somebody. So, we're going to go over some of the first round here. Uh, and, you know, I want to start in the West. We'll get to the Bruins last. Save the best for last. But I want to start in the West. So, Avalanche and Predators. You have the number one Avalanche against the Predators and the wild card. Uh, I think the Avalanche are obviously going to win. Like, if you look at the Predators... Philip Forsberg having a good season. Roman Yossi is the best defenseman in hockey. He put up 96 points. Probably going to win the whatever trophy this year for defenseman. Norris. Norris. Uh, but the problem is their goalie, Uzi is injured, and it's not looking like he's going to it's gonna come back anytime soon. So I do really like the Avalanche with Kale McCarr. Nazem Kadri had a, a career year. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog is still injured, so I don't like him for the long run. But I definitely like the Avalanche this first round.
2: I'm on. I'm on board with that. Yeah, I I think that's abs.
1: for one of the easiest picks in the first round right now. Yeah. Predators are just not—they're
2: good, but they're not—they're not—they're not, they're not, they're not going to beat a team with a bunch of horses like that.
1: No, especially without their star goaltender. But all right, moving on then. That was an easy one. So the Wild and Blues. I think this is probably going to be the most exciting uh, in the first round. These two teams are very well uh, matched up against each other. Uh, if you get like the stars in the series. One of my favorite players to watch, Kirill Kaprizov on the Wild. He had set the record for goals and points as a member of the Wild. Uh, Matt Zuccarello had a career season with 79 points. And big thing, they brought in Mark andre Fleury to be their goalie. I picked the Wild. Because if you look at the Blues, I think they match up well against the Wild. But I just don't see the talent with the Blues anymore. Vladimir Tarasenko had a bounce back year. But they have a lot of goalie questions. They really lack depth. And they just kind of lack those stars that the wild seem to have right now so i'm picking wild
2: yeah if 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 depth is a question for you come this time of year oh
1: that's never a good thing no no (laughs) not at all
2: (laughs) no and the other thing is like you were just saying like there's questions you know in between the pipes and like those are the three biggest things going into the playoffs this time of year in the nhl you gotta have a hot goalie you would better have depth and you gotta play defense Shut yeah. down, just knock a guy right on his ass. Defense. I don't think they're quite built to play the same kind of defense that we saw a couple no. of years ago. They,
1: they are tough still on defense, like strong, but like they don't, they don't have that defensive depth either, and they're just not as talented on defense anymore. So yeah, I really, I, I actually the season series the Blues stacked up against the Wild well, but I'm gonna go with the Wild. So all right. Next one, Flame Stars. You want to start this one at all? I uh, tell you something, honest to God,
2: I haven't paid enough attention to either of these teams this year. All
1: right, then I'll give you a little rundown. Uh, Stars, we're going to start with the Stars because there's another team that kind of just shouldn't be here. They're relying on 37 year old Joe Pavelski. I still like him as a player, but he's 37. Yeah. And then defenseman 37 year old Ryan Souter. I just don't like that. You're, you're relying on John Klingberg, who doesn't even want to be a star. And Jason Robertson, who's one of the most inconsistent but good goal scorers in the league, going up against the Flames that have finally played to their potential with Johnny Goudreau, Patrick, or Elias, or Elias Lindstrom, Matthew Tchuchuk, uh, and then one of the best goaltenders in the league, Jacob Markstrom. So I think this is actually going to be a slam dunk for Calgary. Because, uh, again, the Stars shouldn't be here really at all. Uh, but all right, this last one, maybe a little controversial with how I'm going to pick it, but you got the Oilers, the stacked Offensively, Oilers with Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, the reemergence of Evander Kane. Uh, and then you got Tyson Berry, Darnell Nurse on the defense. Uh, but you do have Mike Smith is having a good season, but there's always a lot of questions with Mike Smith against the aging Kings and with players like Dustin Brown soon admitting he's going to retire after the season and Jonathan Quick, who has fallen off a cliff. I'm still going to pick the Kings. Just because the Oilers lose, that's what they do. I don't care how good these players are. McDavid doesn't show up in the playoffs, and then after Darnell Nurse and Tyson Berry, you have Cody Cc who's having a good year this year, and then 38 year old Duncan Keith who's a pylon. So I am going with the Kings. You know what? I think I'm actually going to agree with you. Oilers lose. I'm going to take the Kings. They they Oilers like, the Oilers lose.
2: As like you said, as good as the Oilers are, they they choke. They don't have that pedigree. And you still have some guys on this Kings team that have been there, done that. They've made that run, gone all the way, more than once. They know this time of year, like, yeah, you got to have depth, good defense, and a hot goalie. But there's a lot to be said for guys that know how to win. And that's that's a big edge for the Kings.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I... I didn't want to pick the Kings because I don't think the Kings are that good themselves, but I don't know. The matchup... No, and
2: on paper, they sh- it's...
1: Yes. No, on paper, like, they should get blown out by yeah. this offensive juggernaut, but, like, I just... It's those intangibles. Yeah. It's the things they can't see. Yep. But, all right, that... Basically, we we're picking the same way for the West. All right, in the East, which I think is a lot more up to scrutiny and could go any which way. So, we'll start with the President's Trophy, the team I picked to be the best in the NHL, and I was correct. Florida Panthers with this absolutely, again, probably the best offense in the league. You have three, or excuse me, four 30-goal scorers. Jonathan Huberdeau has the most points in Panthers history with 115 points. Alexander Barkoff, Anthony Duclair, and Sam Reinhart. Sam Bennett was another one with 28 goals. You then have Claude Giroux, the aging Claude Giroux, but it's still good. They're going to get Aaron Ekblad back for this series, which is huge for their defense. They went out and got Ben Chirot for that defense. And you have a questioning goaltender with Sergei Bobrovsky, but when he's good, he's great.
2: I'll take goalie. But so, what's just to play devil's advocate here? What's Washington's goalie situation? Uh, is it still Sam Sonov and whoever else?
1: Uh, Sorokin. Sorokin, I think, is going to get the starts.
2: Sorokin, he can be good, though.
1: No, no, he really can be, and that's I think is other than their captain is by far their best player on the Capitals. Florida problem is. Ovechkin is also injured. I'm going Florida. Oh, I think it's going to be a blowout.
2: Even if Ovi was playing, still Florida.
1: Oh, probably. But that is just... They're
2: just a better team, and we've seen Washington look really good for a whole season or just at times during a season, and they get to this time of year, and they only broke through once.
1: Yeah. No, I, I don't think the Capitals are going to do much of anything. But all right. Here's another fun one, and I'm going to tell you right off the Maple Leafs are going to lose, because that's what they do. Yep. Maple Leafs and Lightning. Now, if you look at the Maple Leafs, again, totally offensive-based. Do the
0: Maple Leafs always lose in the first round, though?
1: Yes, they do. Oh, okay. They can't. They, longest playoff drought in terms of winning a series than any other team in the NHL. Oh, okay. The Arizona Coyotes have won more recently. The Columbus Blue Jackets have won more recently. It's bad.
2: How embarrassing <laughs> is that? You're an original six
1: team from Canada.
2: And the Arizona Coyotes won a series more recently yeah. than you.
1: yeah. And that was 10 years ago. Suck. Suck. (laughs) Suck. Yeah, actually, the last time they won a series was pre-lockout. So, 2004. Wow. Yeah. But, like, I mean, they're loaded offensively. Mitch Marner, Michael Bunting, William Nylander. Uh, I forgot all about John Tavares until I was putting my notes together this morning. You have the first 60 goaltender in the greatest... uh, Goal, sen- sco- goal scorer in American history, and Austin Matthews, uh, the first sixty goal scorer since then on the other team, Steven Stamkos, uh, in twenty twelve. Which, by the way, Steven Stamkos had his first one hundred point season this year. Mm. He scored a hundred goal, or excuse me, sixty goals mm. in twenty twelve. Didn't get a hundred points.
2: DeAndre Hopkins suspended. Why? Six games violating the PED
0: policy.
1: Ooh. Uh. <laughs>
0: You know what? Does that I wonder if Arizona knew that, and that's why they traded for Marquise Brown. Maybe. Just, just a thought. All right. Maybe. Continue with the uh continue with the hockey oh, stuff. Man. That was that's, a little distracting.
1: That's, that's juicy. It that is. Yes. Anyway. Tampa and Toronto. Oh, Tampa's gonna
0: win. Yeah, you guys have Tampa.
1: I have Tampa going all the way to the finals again. Maybe going for the three P, but I don't think I think they're gonna lose in the finals. But if they do. That means Pat Maroon has four straight cup wins. That's insane. But anyway. Next one. This is one the, another one that I think can go either way. Uh, but I have a, someone I have a clear pick. Penguins and Rangers. I'm
2: taking the Rangers.
1: Okay, I'm also taking the Rangers. Now, if you look at like the Penguins, like, you get the Sidney Crosbys, the Malkins, the Chris Tangs, Jake Getzel's a good one. They brought in Rick, uh, Ricard Raquel. Their goalie situation is up in the air. Casey DeSmith is going to start because um, the one that couldn't stop a beach ball last year is injured. I couldn't. uh, Tyson Jerry. Jerry, yeah. So maybe that's a good thing, although he did have a good season. But like, they're old and they're going up against a team. Chris Kreider had 50 goals this year out of freaking nowhere. He had uh, 50 goals. But you got Artemi Panarin, you got uh, the former. Norris Winner and Adam Fox you got the best goalie in the NHL yeah. with Igor Shesterkin, and they brought in a lot of actually good players like Frank Vitrano in they, they got a lot of depth now I like the Rangers do I like the Rangers in the long run no because none of these players have been there before but I like the Rangers in the Sears actually Chris Carter has been there before but like Penguins in five I mean the Penguins could win the Penguins have one thing on are their side are you hitting that pipe again I'll, I'll, probably I'll give the Penguins this they played a lot better than they should this year. They know this is their swan song. They know it's the swan song.
0: They've been here before. I feel like the Rangers are another one that, like, disappoints, too, in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I was, like, joking about in 5 but I actually—you brought this one up, and I
1: actually am going to go with the Penguins. I want to know how disappointing the Rangers are? Original six franchise, they won one cup in 1993. And, that was, penguins, their, and
2: that was their first one in 54 yeah. years. Yeah. Penguins, are win-
1: penguins are winning the series. They had Lundqvist for years and only made one final.
2: Yes. Talk Talk about a guy that you just really wanted to see win one. Yeah.
1: No, I felt bad. He's like the Stafford of hockey. A little bit. Mm. Except, like, he did play for some good teams. They just always just let him down. Mm. Anyway, final series, and the one that really matters to all of us, Hurricanes and the Bruins. I'm picking the Bruins, even though they got outscored, like, 21 to nothing. 16 to 1. Fun fact, that one goal was a power play goal. I'll no, Take it. No even strength. Goals. I will
2: take it. You've matched up well against Carolina in the playoffs before granted These are much different teams that you're throwing out there. Carolina is much better Well our goalie situation is up for debate Comparatively speaking. Uh, I hate Tuka Rask. I would have driven him to the airport
1: Well, I mean, I think it's gonna be clearly um, Not Swayman the other one Skidmark. Yeah, I can't remember his name right now. Linus Omar Omar I don't, yeah, I think it's gonna be him. He's just the hot hand right he, now.
2: He is gonna be in that actually tonight.
1: I have some stats for you about the matchup this year with the Hurricanes. So about how bad it was. Yes. Now they again outscored sixteen to one in three games. Mm-hmm. However, one of the seven to one loss was started by Tuka Rask, an unhealthy Tuka Rask. So there's you know one loss that doesn't look good. So all of a sudden but, it's six maybe yeah. 6 to 1. <laughs> but it c- clearly made worse by an old hurt chukaras. Yes. Now again you only scored one goal, but whatever. And then there was that 6 nothing loss which Bergeron and Marchand both did not play. So that doesn't look good on both offense and defense and all of these games were pre uh Linus Lindholm.
2: Linus Hampus Lindholm. Hampus.
1: Who's Linus Lindholm? I don't know.
2: You're combining the goalies and the I think I,
1: I think I am. I'm all over the place. But are you like, both hitting the pipe today? <laughs> I think so. pre Sick invite. <laughs> but Yeah, all this was pre-Hampus Lindholm. So these are – this is definitely a different Bruins team. Um, and honestly, a lot of these players from the Hurricanes, like Sebastian Ajo, Terevainen, and Tony D'Angelo have come way back down to earth with how they were playing at the time. So that makes me feel a lot better. Also, the goalie situation for the Hurricanes is I don't even have a clue. Who they're playing tonight?
2: Freddie Anderson's out.
1: Yeah, they're Ant- playing anti Ranta. He's alive. I thought he was dead. Yep, uh, he is still kicking. Good for him. Yeah. Sorry, that'll that's on certainly on the Bruins for the Bruins. Um, so I still picked the Hurricanes to actually win this series, but as a Bruins fan, I feel a lot better about this matchup than I did even a week ago. Mm-hmm. So, but still, Hurricanes in five as I picked them on my bracket. Bruins in, in six. five. In five.
2: Wow. Bruins and six.
1: I hope so. I hope, like, I picked a bracket a couple years ago. I got everything wrong.
2: I saw a bracket before we started the show that it's got... It was EA. EA, the Sims they do every year. Oh, they're definitely wrong. I know, but humor me. Because I humored them. Okay. It took every ounce of my being not to laugh so hard that I pissed myself. Because their conference finals, they got the Bruins going and playing but. Florida Panthers.
1: <laughs> now, I would take that.
0: Get, I would take get that. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that.
1: No, the Panthers aren't getting past the Lightning.
0: Oh, I thought the Panthers were the best team in hockey. I thought I was wrong. The Lightning aren't. They, they, they won the President's Trophy? Oh, so what? The Lightning won
1: back-to-back cups. They took part of the regular season off. Uh, I mean, I guess. They, yeah. tried, they played the cap game a little bit with Nikita Kucherov again, but like... I, I just I'll take that If the, if if the EA yeah, is right I would love to actually Play the Panthers I think that matchup Really good for the Bruins mm. But like I pick Lightning In Colorado In the final With Colorado winning That's my final Wow The Avalanche Okay Yeah and they're, here's the thing They're also mm-hmm. a bunch of losers they just have a bunch of players that don't win anything and choke in the, in the moment is brightest. But at the same time, I can't pick them to lose against the Predators. I can't really pick them to lose against the Wild because they're a bunch of losers you themselves. You can't pick them to lose
2: against anyone until no. they get to the cup finals because they're just so goddamn good.
1: Yeah. And everywhere. And everyone else is a loser. Yep. <laughs> everyone else just loses. That's what this is. It's a bunch of losers. And the Kings. Calgary. <laughs> Dallas. Edmonton. The
2: Kings. Nashville. <laughs> uh... St. Louis. And St. Louis. And the Oilers. And the Oilers. He said Edmonton. Oh, he did say Edmonton. Mm. You will like,
1: steamroll all of them. In theory. Mm. This is the NHL.
0: Anything
2: I know, could I, you're, happen. You're right. You're right. We I, could be I, totally I, wrong. I know. Uh, we we, but, we
0: did
1: see the Kings win a cup as an eight. But but I'm never going to pick the Predators right now. I'm never going to pick the Wild. Like, I don't care how good you are. I'm not picking the Blues. I can't pick a Canadian team. No. Never, just he doesn't even. You could be a clear favorite. I'm never picking a Canadian team. Mm. No Cups since '92. I just don't like them. No, I, I I hope Canada never wins another Stanley Cup.
2: I heard Mike Felger say one time on the live on the air, he said, "I don't care if 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 the Brewers, if the Bucks, or if the Packers never win anything again." He said, "I will die happy though if the Canadians never win another cup." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I every
1: Canadian team, I just. Don't I don't want them to win.
2: Never in my life been more proud of someone
1: that has no idea I exist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, actually, that <clears throat> cup final last year was a nightmare. Canadians and Lightning hated it. Yeah. Had to pick the Lightning. Yeah, Can't it was let the so Canadians
2: win. The Canadians?
1: Know, yeah. Yes, because now they just became the first thirty-second ranked team in NHL history. Congratulations to you. Mm. All right. All right.
0: Are we good? So good. All right. From that, we'll go into. A more controversial topic, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this, but Trevor Bauer given a two-year suspension from mob Manford in the league. Now, obviously, we all know he's going to appeal it. What do you guys think about this really harsh punishment, it seems, and how much you really think this is even going to stand up? I think it's mostly for Rob Manford to save face and look good. Um, I, I, I have this going down in probably like six months. but You do? Uh, Yeah, I'm not that optimistic. Ah, 100%. But, Brian, I'll let you go first.
2: So, you and I talked about this the other day, Mm -hmm. and you had mentioned that it will probably either get reduced or we talked about the possibility of it going away altogether for the reasons that Manfred has to save face. You also said that you believe that Manfred made this suspension as harsh as he did because he knows he has to save face. Now, my... Rebuttal to that is well, if you know you're in a situation where you have to save face,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you have no choice but if you're gonna re- like, if you're gonna do anything with the suspension that's not keeping it the way it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, for the allegations, reduce it to a season, mm. maybe. Mm-hmm. If he gets anything less than 162, I think Manfred's an idiot. And I think Bauer is one of the luckiest guys alive. Like I take a very serious stance on this stuff. Now, if 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 his woman right is blowing smoke, she ought to be going for a long time. Well, that, but, but that's Those part are of my reason. big serious allegations to put against someone. Okay? But that's
0: part of the reason why I think. this is However, I mean, they looked at the text messages guys on his phone. Like Bauer like, her, she wanted to come back though, and stuff like that. Like if 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 you're if you're really that
2: guy. And that's the way you carry yourself and you treat women that way, you ought to be buried under the prison.
0: I, I listen, I agree. But I think there's clearly I think there's clearly a lot of fabrication uh, of the truth in this case um, from the uh, from the victim.
2: I feel like this the is very alleged, quickly the, going to turn into Johnny Depp Amber Heard too.
0: No, it's <laughs> not it's not quite like that. But I hear that's hearsay. I would say <laughs> that's hearsay. It's this. There are so many red flags before this ever happened with Trevor Bauer and his behavior. He wore out his welcome everywhere. I mean, the throwing, the chucking the ball into the stands uh, after getting taken out of a game in Cleveland, like that, that's red flag behavior. That's not normal behavior to have such poor emotional control,
1: especially in baseball.
0: Especially in baseball and physical control. Everybody, he's disliked almost every locker room he goes. I'm not saying that I'm sure Trevor Bauer is somewhat wrong in this whole thing and very wrong. Probably not a great guy, all right? Where there's smoke, sometimes there's fire. But if you look at the details of this case, it also seems pretty clear that the woman might have fabricated a lot of this stuff and was texting him and wanting to meet up again and come back. So, like, if it was that awful, why did you want to come back?
1: Couldn't get a man that Uh,
0: night. It's like... Uh, there's a reason that he's not getting that this isn't going forward to trial
1: all right hold on. now
0: a person who a person if you're a dysfunctional crazy individual which uh uh, that's a bit much if you're an unhinged a bit seems individual and difficult individual you will attract other unhinged and difficult individuals and get you and get you into these kind of Situations that normal people don't get themselves into, (laughs) and I think Trevor Bauer is totally one of those. That means he's also attracting another person who's probably unhinged and crazy. Can I read that headline from the screenshot you sent? Oh, go for it if you want that. No, you can. Hey, listen,
2: USA Today put it out, so whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, but we're broadcasting a sports show out of a out of a school here. I don't know if that's something that people cover your ears, kids. That that
0: that you know, it's BevCam Public Access Media, not Beverly High School. But
2: oh, it's very true. That's very true.
1: I gotta find this screenshot now. It's also a public high school. Like, worse things have happened probably today in these halls than I. We all went here. We know bad things happen. Uh, Speak for yourself.
2: Well, Dom and I went here, (laughs) so we know. Uh, USA Today. Trevor Bauer awaits MLB fate. Quote, can you suspend the guy for having consensual rough sex?
0: That's the greatest article headline of all time.
2: (laughs) Apparently, yes. (laughs) And that joke you made about how uh, maybe she couldn't find a man that night. Okay, let me tell you. I'm sure she could. He just wasn't if he wasn't as famous. If if that's what she's into, she could find a man.
1: (laughs) Uh, maybe not she could find a man. Maybe not anyone quite like him. Uh, Yeah, not (laughs) as rich as him and famous. Was he was he disliked in Cincinnati? Yes. Really?
0: He is he is he's literally worn out as welcome every single locker room he's gone into.
1: Mm. He is a odd. I don't think he did in He wasn't there long enough. He wasn't uh, in that locker room long enough. Uh, yeah, he wasn't allowed in that locker room <laughs> long enough. Yeah. But, like, you know, my opinion on this, I am not as optimistic as you. I think he'll probably get it reduced down to 162 games, one full season. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe they didn't do time served. Like, he, he sat for basically a year at this point. Like, why are we not doing at least time served the time he's missed this season?
0: Because people don't go into the details of cases. They just hear the headline, and no, I'm stick with, his, with that. I'm so Rob Manfred is trying
1: to appease all those people who
0: don't actually take the time and effort to go look into the, the thing. You could have done
1: this 324-game thing and then be like, well, it's 324-game suspension, but you've already missed 100-and-something games. Mm-hmm. So, like... Now it
2: gets dropped down.
1: to Yeah, to whatever it is whatever now the with the time served. Mm-hmm. And, like... Anyone that says, good, that Predator should get suspended forever, isn't going to read past that headline, and they won't even know it's reduced by however many games. Well, that's why I was just going to say, Manfred has already achieved his objective,
0: because there are plenty of people, the people who, like you talked about, who like, really care and don't look into the details and don't even follow sports that much. They just want to see the guy get it. They're only going to know the two-year thing, and they're never going to follow back and realize that after, after he appealed and litigation and all that, it went down to six months. Okay. That's why I think it's going to go all the way down that far. Because Manfred's already achieved the PR thing that he wanted to. And like I said, the people like that, the people who are that crazy about bury the guy, you know, we don't look in the case. We don't even care about sports. They, they got the initial two-year thing, and they won't check back after that. Okay. So that's why right. I think all it's right. totally going to go down that far. Okay. Manfred's achieved his objective already, in my opinion. Oh, he's very good at that.
1: Uh, is he, though? He's very good at ruining things, it seems. Oh, he's
0: great at ruining things.
1: And, like, you can't convince me that's not his objective. (laughs) I don't know what his objective is. I think he's just an idiot.
0: All right, are we good on this?
1: I think so. All right.
0: From that, Celtics and Bucks Disappointing game one as the Celtics fall to the Milwaukee Bucks. I know a lot of people were jumping on the Celtic hype train. I'll see what you guys have to say about this. I was never on the hype train, though. I was on this show two weeks ago when the Nets and Celtics series started. Being like, I want this one so bad. I hope they beat the Nets. But I was like, just so everyone knows, the series doesn't matter. It's just a game. uh, It's just a series to figure out who's going to lose to the Bucs in the next round. And I still felt that way at the end of the Nets series. And I still feel that way now. Mm. They don't have anyone that can match up with Giannis. The Celtics might be a better team, but the NBA has shown you the best players win the games and the best player wins championships. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. LeBron was the best player in the NBA for years and carried average franchises to titles. And the only reason he didn't win those titles is because he went up to a team that was just so talented and star-studded like the Warriors, who are their own dynasty. But a a defensive, a very good defensive club with an emerging star in the Celtics, who might be a better roster, is not good enough and star-studded enough to beat... The best player in the league in round two of the playoff. The Bucks are taking this. I mean, even after a sweep, you didn't think that meant anything? I thought
1: about <laughs> buying the ticket to the hype train after the sweep, but I, I, I did not buy it after game one.
2: Okay, now don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, putting on my conductor's cap. Choo choo, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I didn't get to see the game,
0: uh, game one. Oh, that's why you're going to be more optimistic than us. <laughs> the best, listen, the best player in the league wins the matchups in the no, NBA. Oh, I know. That's how this sport works. All right, by your logic, Brooklyn should have swept us. Uh, no, that's I think, true. I don't think, true. no, I don't think KD and Kyrie are that good. I think they're what? massively Come overrated. On. You
1: think KD's that good? KD's, Good KD is a top right. three player. In KD is better than anyone on the Celtics. No, yes, now still, yeah, me, he might be. You're right, you're probably right. <laughs> never mind. You're I pro- convinced him with you're, that. No, you're probably. I, I just just, realized. just concede
0: the point, damn it. Okay, Listen. but 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 emotionally, they have a better team em, than Brooklyn, no, but emotionally, and you know, like as a person, intangibles, all that kind of stuff, KD's not a one. A one, as in like the leader of a team. You oh, know, okay. the number one guy. Okay. The, okay. he's not. Giannis is. Yeah. So when I'm talking about best player, and by the way, what I'm saying is not best player on the team. I'm saying best player in the league. Historically, the best player in the league wins championships. Even the, the LeBron even disagrees. If, well, I told you the only reason why LeBron didn't, because he would go out, he went up against a dynasty team. To be the best player in the NBA, there needs to be a dynasty-type team that's going to beat you. This Celtics team is not that good. Relax, everyone. The best player in the league historically wins the playoffs and wins championships and all this stuff, even if he goes up against teams with more talented rosters. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. They're not going to stop him.
1: I'm not going to disagree. He's probably the best player, and they can't stop him.
0: But I'm telling you what the – because you were all under that logic. The Nets should have won. No. I'm not saying the best player in every matchup. I'm just saying if you have the best player in the league, historically, you go to the championship.
1: You know what the real problem is? What? It's not how talented he is. It's not that he's the best. It's that Giannis is so big and strong. He and is. like Tatum could uh, box out and defend KD well. I don't know their height, but I'm pretty sure Giannis and KD are pretty much the same. They're
2: the exact same size.
1: Height.
0: Yeah, not not Giannis
1: is so much bigger and stronger than him.
0: No, I
2: think
1: they weigh pretty close to the... No way. KD and Giannis, no way. Like, just look at them. Like, Giannis is like, swole. KD is like, me.
0: (laughs) Giannis is 6'11", 242. And what is KD? 6'10", 240. All right. That actually was a lot closer than I thought. Just look at their bodies, though. But look at the way that they're, they're built. I'm sorry. I know. It doesn't look so, anatomically right. correct. So one right? inch is worth two pounds. You can be the same weight, though, and, and still be different muscle mass between the two of you. Uh,
1: you can just know how to use uh, it more. He just knows how to use that weight more, it seems. Because, like, there is a clear difference of just how... Strong. Yeah. Giannis is compared to KD. Yeah, like he just knows how to use his strength so KD, much
0: more. KD was getting boxed out. KD was getting bullied. KD was getting... No. Tatum got bullied. Th- ...throwed around. No, I'm talking about KD.
1: No, but I'm saying now Tatum Now Now bullied. Tatum
0: is getting ragdolled by Giannis.
1: Yeah, in like... So I got
0: – I listen, I think the Celtics will push back a little bit. I have the Bucks in six.
2: What do you think is the key to this series if you're the Celtics? They have to shoot out of their minds. Don't get in foul trouble with Giannis I because also, he can
1: shoot free throws now too. But how are you going to stop him? I think Jalen Brown is the key. You need to shift the uh, – what's the word? The spotlight away from Tatum and give the ball to Brown more. You don't think Williams could be the key? Oh, actually, you know what? You're right. He maybe could because when he defended Giannis, Giannis got no points.
0: Yeah. I think Williams is the key. How is he on that knee and how healthy he is? I think the two keys are just that. And they just – they. The other thing with Boston is I just don't think they're an elite offensive team really. I think they're kind of an average offensive team.
2: Not only that – They
0: have to shoot way better than they did in the first game. Well, so
2: like going back to the thing about uh, Williams real quick – Right? He's played real good defense all year. Like, you should be able to, it should be far easier to defend Milwaukee now that Middleton's out for the whole series. Again, in theory, in in, theory, theory, because he plays very well to the strengths of the
0: team and how they like to play. I know, but if they're knocking down shots and they did a good job of that in game one. They still
1: got Holiday. Holiday had a great for game one.
0: Yeah, I think the loss of Chris Middleton is getting overdone a little bit. Does it hurt them if they go up against Golden State or Phoenix in a championship series? Yes. Does it change my opinion on if the Bucks can win in a championship series? Yes. But do I think Middleton is enough to make me think they're not winning the East? No. I don't. Middleton is a decent player. It's not like he lost, you know, this ain't the Bulls and we just lost yeah, Scottie Pippen. Pippen. Yeah, like, he's not. he's not Robin like that, you know? He's a... Marginally better surrounding cast player than everything else Milwaukee has around Giannis, but he ain't he ain't that elite Robin. It's nothing like that to me.
1: Mm.
0: Fair enough. Mm -hmm. So, what do you, Brian? What do you have the series going? Bucks. Oh, so you're going to pick the Bucks now? I am going to pick the Bucks.
2: (laughs) Well, no, because I know at the end of the day, and I hate that this is how the league works, and just everything in politics and whatever you want to say that the best player always does win and mm-hmm. I hate that I think it makes the product worse it's awful for competitive balance mm. um, it's bad for the fans mm. you know yeah so Bucks in
1: six alright same alright uh, probably do you have it in six or do you think less even
0: I think it could or be but,
1: I, I think it could be less but I think they could maybe uh, win two games out of this. Mm. And I think you should kind of be happy with that.
0: No, I know. I, listen, I, I was never on the train. I, sweeping the Nets was enough for me. I never thought they were, get, <laughs> I never thought they were getting past the Bucks.
2: You want to hear something crazy about that series that what? I heard what? the other day? Mm-hmm. Of all NBA playoff series that have ended in a sweep, this most recent one was mm-hmm. the third closest point margin. Over the course of the series. Really?
1: Oh, you know, they never in the blew him out. history of the league. But, That's yeah.
2: True. It was, I think it was like a, it couldn't have been more than like 20 points, I think.
1: Well, game one was a one point victory. Game two was like, was it four or five points, I think?
2: Yeah. And I mean, you were down at 17 at one point in that game. Yeah.
1: And then they. Fucking came out and did pretty good for the first half of Game Three. You you took kind of took control in the second half, but you did, again. You didn't blow them out. Well, you didn't
2: have a choice if you couldn't come out guns a blazing. Mm. Well, then, yeah, then after they just, Game Two,
1: they gave, kind of gave up. They mm. just wanted to go. The Nets did want to go home. Like, and that's that's <clears throat> oh, one thing
2: that I will give, um, Milwaukee, and Giannis more specifically. He's not doesn't come off like he's softer that he would just quit.
1: No. Oh God no! Those
2: no. those two Jamokes.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. No.
1: no
2: he, he's fold. a he's a guy that. Well, was... that's what
0: I said the, when you when you brought up the KD thing. I said, well, KD's not a one though. Giannis is. And maybe if you want to give KD <laughs> mentality emotionally a, little bit of a break, no.
2: like he has played a lot more basketball the last few years than a lot of guys in the league. I uh, yeah
1: sure, but like. Giannis just has a competitive spirit and a fire in him that's just like, I don't care what my team is. I will find a way to will this team to victory. Oh, he did that he the does.
0: entire championship last year. <laughs> yeah. He was insane to watch in that championship against the Suns.
1: Just absolutely insane. Mm. Yeah. Well, here's another thing, though. Mm-hmm. If the Celtics do manage to get past the Bucks, the third-round boss, Joel Embiid, is seven foot two eighty. So they're only going to get bigger. Yeah, but them. Embiid... You can but Embiid, beat them.
0: But I, yeah, I think they can beat the Sixers.
1: I actually kind of like that matchup better, but like, if you can't stop Giannis, there's no way you're stopping Embiid. Yeah. I like the team matchup, but Embiid...
0: Is. is is Embiid as fast and explosive, though, as Giannis? He's bigger, but I don't know if he's as fast and explosive. He's, I think he's a more dominant
2: physical force, but as far as speed and explosiveness...
0: Also, he's, and now he's injured. No,
2: he doesn't have a game face, that's as well-rounded, I think, as Giannis He's is. injured now, though.
0: Yeah, it's just his face.
1: No, he has a torn ligament in his thumb. Oh, he does? I heard about his face. Yeah, but he's,
0: his he's going to need surgery on his thumb.
1: Oh! Oh, good for the box. Watch yeah. to that final. The thing... They
2: are going to. <laughs> like, the biggest thing, I think, between... Like, as far as differences go between Milwaukee and Philly is, like... If you... The fans. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. I mean... Like, if Giannis goes off on you, forget it. Mm. You're not going to win that game. If Embiid goes <clears>
0: off, <throat> you still got a chance there. Yeah, I, guess. I think. Mm. No, I, I, I feel you. I get you. That's a good matchup. For this and team. Harden, Harden doesn't look as good as he used to. Well, he's fat now. And he lost the weight. He just looks like he might have gotten older. Well, he found it again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we're good on this. Next one. So do I know, right? Samuel. Why can't I get this to work? The heck? It doesn't like you. Technically. Yeah, though. seriously. Are you dead? Are your
1: yeah. hands
0: too cold? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I me right. press it? Whatever. It's fine. All right. So, the Debo Samuel saga. All right. So, we talked about this three wide receivers. Can you hit anything? I don't know. This is...
2: This Debo thing, I think, is a little bit Kyler Murray part two.
0: It is. I have... I have a a thing on that that people aren't going to agree with. I think Debo Samuel is getting very, very overrated. Um, I think Debo Samuel, Kyle Shanahan, everybody works in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Kyle Shanahan is able to get offensive production out of any running back. He can plug and play anyone. Raheem Mostert's never healthy. They throw in Jeff Wilson. He's fine. They go to a third string running back. They get plenty of production out of the third string running back. Debo Samuel, when he was just strictly a wide receiver, was not that great. He was kind of inconsistent. Then they put him, they realized he's a physical force, he'll work in our offense as a runner as well, and they started using him as the hybrid player, and that is when he popped. And the only way stuff like that works is if you have a very good, very clever offensive coach who knows how to use a player like that. So that's the first thing. Shanahan, the, the, it's a perfect marriage This offense and Debo Samuel's talent. The second problem with the Debo Samuel thing now is he is saying he doesn't want to get used as a running back, which I get it. You want to stay healthier and you don't want to get hurt. But how are you worth $20 million to me anymore if I'm not using you at maybe the best thing that you're good at, which is the running back position and being a hybrid player? If you are no longer going to be a hybrid player, you're not worth that kind of money. Go look at his stats before he was being used as a running back also. Very inconsistent as just strictly a wide receiver. So there's two problems. This is why if I'm the Niners, I don't pay him. But at this point, I don't even trade for Debo and give him that contract and that extension that he wants because he's talking about how he doesn't want to get used as a running back. So if I can't use you at the best thing that you are at, then there's no reason for me to trade, give up all this value and pay you money. I think Debo Samuel of the three that we talked about, AJ Brown just got his money. I think McLaurin is at least going to get his money. I think Debo Samuel gets left out in the gold here.
1: Hmm. I mean, many people consider him the best wide out in the league right now. He's not. Well, who do you he's think the is? the best chess piece in the league. Devontae Adams. Okay. Devontae, probably. But, like, you also say, like, he's not worth that $20 million. I mean, you say that wide receivers in general aren't worth the $20 million, but the no. fact that Kirk got that big money and now uh, Adrian Brown got that big money mm. kind of makes him...
0: By default worth 20 million dollars but if he's debos coming out and saying he doesn't want to get used as a running back at all why is he worth 20 million because he's he's still a wide receiver at the end of the day
1: and like if you're going to pay those other wide receivers, but
0: go look at his offensive production before they started using him as a
2: hybrid player rookie year 2019 57 for 802 yards three touchdowns average 14.1 yards a catch 2020 33 for 391 and one touchdown 2021 Seventy-seven for fourteen
1: hundred five and six touchdowns. You only know had seventy-seven catches. Mm-hmm. I know it's a lot, but like I thought he had more.
2: I would have thought he had more too.
1: Well, he had all those carries too. That's true. But this is That's what true. I mean.
0: The year before, he's a bit—he's a bit hot and cold and a bit inconsistent as a as a strictly a wide receiver, and certainly not someone who's worth twenty-something million dollars.
1: You know what, the fact that they can never have a healthy quarterback has played a little bit into that.
0: <sighs> Probably, but it hasn't seemed to affect george kittle and his reception stuff all that much
1: he's only healthy because half the time that, also. O- that
2: offense is predicated on making the first read the easiest <clears throat> one to complete if you can ensure that your first read is to guys like debo or george kittle or brandon iuk
0: and by the way his inconsistency even happened this year with jimmy garoppolo when garoppolo was healthy until they started using him in the hybrid spot
1: mm. he was a fantasy nightmare to play against
0: uh, especially later in the year when they were using him as a hybrid. But you know what you can if do. If he doesn't want to get used as a running back anymore, how the hell am I going to pay you twenty million dollars, man? You don't want to do the thing that makes you the best chess piece for an offensive player. That's, an the, offensive that's the
2: problem. He doesn't want to do what makes him one of the best players in the league. But even if he doesn't do that, by the letter of the law, because of the market now, and he's a wideout.
0: Yeah. He thinks he should get twenty million dollars. Yeah. If I'm an, another NFL GM, how the hell do I pay you? Would you trade for Deebo Samuel? Nah. No. Nope. Exactly. This is what I mean. He's the one who's going to get oh, left out in the cold.
1: OBJ said the Patriots did. He tweeted that out during the draft. I think he was being funny. Oh, no, he was. Yeah. And then because I was like, everyone else was just like, nah. Yeah. But like, it was funny. It was funny. Um. No, I don't really want him. I also never like players with that attitude. Mm. Like, oh, I'm not going to play. Give me the big money. It's like. Bro, just finish your contract and get a huge one in free agency if it that means that much to you.
0: But I get it from Debo's perspective because from Debo's perspective, he feels like he's being taken advantage of because he's like, now you're using me at a position that I wasn't actually drafted to do. And it's...
1: Oh, no. They're and it's one of the... Football, football things that's on the football That's how the field. world works. Your job
2: isn't always easy. It's not always fun. You're a grown-ass adult. I know. Learn to adult. handle adversity. He's an adult. I'm not grown-ass. <laughs> but... Learn to handle some adversity. But it's not you even know. adversity. It's Cordell just,
1: Patterson's not complaining. Uh,
0: no, Cordell Patterson can't complain because he was Cordero in the league Patterson for so long. and sucks. And, he had a great and, season last year, actually. He did. He was a hybrid. Yeah. For But now Debo Atlanta. feels that Ooh. if you're going to put me at risk like this, then I want to be compensated. The problem now is the fact that he's talking about how he wants to be compensated and no longer be put at the risk. It can't be both. If you're going to get paid the money, you have to be a running back also.
1: Uh now if you're going to be hybrid I think that obviously makes you more valuable. Mm-hmm. The problem is
2: your shelf life goes down. yes,
1: well, yes but also the problem Which is with, why he wants to get paid. The problem with the whole again the whole situation Brian said it I keep saying it, is like you're right. He's not worth it and your value even goes down when you say I don't want to do half of this work, but because AJ Brown just got 25 million annually like you <clears throat> he is by default Worth twenty to twenty-five million. Thanks, because AJ a- Brown has never taken a handoff in the NFL. I don't think, but he's still w- got twenty-five
0: million. AJ Brown is better as a strict wide receiver than Debo is,
1: and it's not close.
0: He, uh, uh, he just read the production I, I over mean, the past two years. AJ Brown's way better.
1: I think he's better. I wouldn't call
2: him way better. And who's to say, right, that? A lot of those 77
1: catches that netted him over 1,400 yards. Actually, he had the most yak yards in the league last year also. Mm. So right. a lot of it was him making plays with the ball.
0: I'm not saying he's not great. I'm just saying his his offensive numbers and production and value is overly inflated by the fact that he was used as a running back and a hybrid player. When right. you just make him strictly a wideout, he's not as great as you think.
2: And where I was going with that was like, and this isn't to say it's a bad thing, right? But like, I would be willing to bet that the majority of A.J. Brown's receiving yards come on passes caught where he's running a slant or a fade route or a deep post.
1: Mm.
2: Right? And again, we love yak yards. Love yak. Like, do you trust Debo to put up 77 for 1,400 and six touchdowns if he's constantly running post routes and fades and slants? No. Or is he getting the majority of those through screens and jet sweep dump-offs and shovel passes and all that? Mm-hmm. Being used in that hybrid role. So there's that part of it, too. Yeah. Like, if you don't, and you use, about- if you don't use him in that hybrid role, but you still pay whatever it's going to take to get him and give up what it takes to get him... You're overpaying. Badly. You are you might be overpaying for the production you're going to get. Yeah. Or, in this case, lack thereof. Yes. If <clears throat> whoever trades for them says, mm-hmm. yeah, fine, we'll bring you in, we'll give up what it takes to get you, we'll give up what it takes to keep you, mm-hmm. and we'll mm-hmm. deal with
0: 50 catches for 8 143 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, it's not going to be worth it. And you talk about that's the market, but the market, the, the fact that six wide receivers taken taking the f- top 20 picks, I'm telling you, this market is about to correct that's, itself. That's
1: tomorrow's market.
0: Okay, but, but it, that's but the market. But it's correcting itself it's, today. It's going to correct itself now. All it these execs exactly. well, and GMs know that they d- can. D- d- Debo d- 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 still nah. needs to be traded for, but now we have yes. six teams. Who just picked up wide receivers in the first round? It's going to take at
1: least a year for that to be corrected, though. Because oh, I have to see if it works. Like, all right, it's working. It's going to get corrected now. No, I think I, Debo. I, if I think it's going to get corrected, it has to be corrected next year. I think Debo is going
0: to get left out in the cold, and that's going to be the start of it correcting the market.
2: I think. Teams like Minnesota and Cincy drafting guys like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase last year, seeing what they did, they already put the wheels in motion for that. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, now you have six
0: new teams. That's part of why I think teams were so horny for wide receivers <laughs> Exactly, this year. That's my point. And now Debo still needs a trade partner, but now you have six teams who just drafted a wide receiver in the first round. The market has shrunk. Well, the market just blew up. No, it didn't. It what do you did mean? Before? Jacksonville just blew it up. Oh, that's why it's no, so. That's I know why but, it's so bad. No, I know, but I'm saying there's no more trade partners for Debo. There's no one else. It's well, yeah, all gone.
1: We would have moved by now.
0: Yeah, I know. And well, part of why he didn't get moved is because the Niners continued to not want to trade him. They had sure. they had trades in place. The Jets wanted them. I think the Jags offered something. The Lions offered something. But so many of these teams have now just drafted a wide receiver in the first round. So the market's dried up for Debo. But do you think Debo's worth that money if he's not getting used as a hybrid player? No. I mean, no.
1: Okay. But thats I'm just saying, like, that's just the market we live in, though.
0: No, because I think, but I think they understand. I think they'll know. Who's they? Other NFL GMs.
1: I'm sure some of them do.
0: Mm. Anyway, all right, let's get ready to wrap this up. Moving on to a segment of fair and foul here. The first one. Matthew Stafford, winning a Super Bowl in his first year outside of Detroit, proves the Lions are the worst NFL franchise. I think absolutely fair. You've had this quarterback, this talented, generationally talented. It's the third better Hall of play- Fame career they've wasted in three decades.: Exactly. Playoff numbers better than Aaron Rodgers now. I think did he win one I, I think he did win one playoff game for the Lions, too, actually, like way back in the day.
1: No, they made it. Oh,
0: no, he made it. That's right. He didn't win a playoff game. I but his very first season away from Detroit, he goes all the way and wins the Super Bowl. I think 100% this proves the Lions are the worst franchise in the NFL.
1: Jesse? I say foul. Foul? Why? Because the Browns just... Isn't it? You said, oh, the Browns are good now. And yet they are still embarrassing themselves on levels unseen. Because, <laughs> like... They're supposed to be really good. There's never been a Lions team that's supposed to have been good. Is that an argument for makes them worse franchise? Yeah, but I almost find like they're never supposed to be good. They're just always going to be the Lions. But the Browns find a way to just brown things up on like anyone I've ever seen and any franchise I've ever seen where no matter how good on paper they are, they're still just the Browns, and they're going to brown it up in some way. Even when they make the playoffs, they'll shoot themselves in the foot and lose in just terrible ways, ridiculous ways. I don't know. That's just.
0: They beat the Steelers in the playoffs recently. This is a really good team with a very good GM now. All right. I got a question. All right. Go for it.
2: If I was to say to you, like, say we're on Jeopardy, okay? And I'm giving you, the, I'm reading you the answer <clears throat> to the clue. Mm hmm. Or the clue for the answer. Strike <laughs> that, reverse that. <laughs> this NFL city is where all elite talent goes to die.
1: Yeah. Where is Detroit, Alex? Yeah, exactly.
0: They're the worst franchise in the NFL.
1: Well, they've only had three good players in their history. They've so had three all good, good players to, in the last. All good talent goes to die? It's only had three good players. The Browns have had a lot more than that. Have they? Yeah. Name
0: me any quarterback Cleveland's ever had that they wasted.
1: With the, mm, yep. I mean quarterback, but like they had players all over the place. The Lions
0: wasted a quarterback that was good enough to go and win a Super One. Bowl in his very first year away from Detroit.
1: I mean, have we
2: ever seen the Browns have a receiver was, that was as good as Megatron?
1: Well, no. Name any other receiver that's been pretty much as good as Megatron, other than Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. And yet Detroit wasted him. And they had Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson,
0: and still wasted it.
1: Okay, but like you overrated. Both Calvin Johnson and Barry
2: hard. Yeah, I was just gonna say you wasted Barry too.
1: You've had guys literally just up their
0: hands. Name a single other player on that team, Bobby (laughs) Lane,
2: Bobby Lane. You've never (laughs) even heard of Bobby Lane? Nope. Uh, That's going way back. I've heard of that. That's going. They traded him away from the team back in like the 50s or 60s or something. Why do you know that? But I am a absolute. Nut when it comes to sports history. And he said. So obscure, though. And and he said, if you trade me, I will curse this team to never win anything for 50 years.
0: And that's what happened.
2: That's basically what's happened. Like, you suck so bad that your own quarterback wanted to curse you. Granted, you were shipping. Yeah, they shipped him out of town like Belichick did with the GOAT.
0: (laughs) Hey, he offered Brady a contract.
2: He did. And what do you offer him?
0: Like 14
2: base with a couple million in incentives and like a thing of avocado ice cream? <laughs> I don't know, maybe.
0: But anyway, no, I, I, think, mean, I think for sure, you one year away from the team, this man who everyone never even thought all that high of just because of all those years getting wasted in Detroit goes and wins a Super Bowl. Plus, how many? Worst franchise. How many 0 and 16 seasons have we seen in our existence?
2: The Browns did one. The Lions one. I think did they've done more than one. Have they? I think the Browns had two. <clears throat> okay. they
1: definitely, they've had a recent 1-15 also.
2: Yes, they did.
0: All right, we'll Which, see. again,
1: I I think the, also, the Lions have also had a recent 1-15. But, like, I mean, Jim Brown was a... Mm. Brown? Joe Thomas was one of the great offensive linemen in the league for years. Mm. Totally wasted that dude. Well, Jim
0: Brown played when they were still winning. True. All right, moving on. Next one. Fair or foul? KD will never win another championship. Jesse, I'm going to let you start.
1: Uh... Fair. He's never gonna win another one. He's an aging dude. He's in his thirties now, and he is not like. There's people that don't like LeBron. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't like LeBron. People still want to play with him. He still uh, maybe doesn't demand winning. Mm. I kind of want to. I don't want to say that, but there is a winning mentality that comes with him. That doesn't happen with KD. Mm. KD cries about everything. LeBron cries a lot. But he'll back it up a far more than KD yeah. ever has. Because
2: because LeBron was always the guy that people wanted to go to play with. Durant was the guy that left to go play with other guys. Yeah. Yes,
1: and then ruined that locker room and left. Mm-hmm. Now again, they still patched it all up in Golden State, but like, you know, every locker room LeBron James has ruined, he brought that locker room together first, and then he ruined it after. Mm -hmm. but, like, KD hasn't brought anyone together. No. All he did was bring in the other toxic SOB and Kyrie. Yes. And who wants to play with them, too? No one wants to play
0: with Kyrie. So,
1: KD was never—I think, fair. KD's never winning a championship. He's an older
0: dude in his 30s. He's trapped now with Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving, and the only time he ever won was he was in the cocoon of Golden State that won even without him, and he wasn't the leader. He didn't have to be the one. He was the one on the floor— as far as the most talented player. But he wasn't the leader of that team. And good luck finding another place like that that is going to go and accept not being the leader of the team.
1: Do you remember when KD became a free agent? It was that offseason where he did sign with Golden State. Mm-hmm. Every team was throwing so much money and anything they could. The Celtics brought in Tom Brady for the contract negotiations with KD. That's how much people across the league wanted this man on their team. Mm-hmm. I know he was a little bit older after the Golden State stuff, but he still clearly was one of the more talented guys in the league. He did not get nearly that attention.
0: Well, so, he had just torn his Achilles, so.
1: Oh, well, sure. But, like, I feel a lot of people didn't want that guy, and they're near their franchise. Maybe not. <clears throat> Maybe not.
2: I'm guessing you're going fair on this, too, right? That statement is so fair, Carlton Fisk doesn't even
0: have to try to wave it around the plate. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah. That down. And the last one, we should be concerned about the Sox offense. I'm still saying no foul. We're only a month in. I think we still need to calm down. Am I upset that we just lost two or three to Baltimore? Yes. That's usually the get right spot. But everyone in this offense has a very good track record. The weather's still not great. It's one month in. I still think this offense is going to be fine. Yeah, they got to slow their rolls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you think, Jesse? Uh, the thing about that is, I'm still I'm going to say it's fair. We should be concerned about it. Okay. I, again, I said two weeks ago, everyone needs to shut up about the Red Sox slow their roll and blah 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 blah. But this is an offense that did have struggles last year, and you lost one of your best offensive output that you gained in Kyle Schwarber, and you replaced it with a guy that bats two fifty in the best hitters park in baseball. Mm. So. I don't like where this offense is going.
0: Ah, so you, you are concerned about this
1: offense. I, I know, I, yeah. I'm... Are you concerned about JD Xander endeavors though?
0: And no, because they're the only
1: ones hitting. And Verdugo. Oh, Verdugo's hitting also. Uh, no, not really. I mean, you know, I'm JD's older, so I don't expect <clears throat> as much as I used to out him. So if I get, I think the production will be just fine. Well, you also you lost Renfro. True. For some dude, some guy. Well, they
0: brought in Jackie Bradley. That's it. He's just some, sultan, he's some dude. The sultan of suck. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's pretty bad offensively. So. All, right. All right. Can someone tell me
2: how that asshole was a series MVP in the playoffs? Oh, well, uh, I can tell you. Because he played good defense. Nine RBIs. Yeah,
0: he had that great series against the Astros.
1: He's no, like, I know. Wait, I know like, I know, I know, hilarious I, I know
2: he did, and I honestly just said that because I thought it was
1: funny. No, no, I can't no. stand him. Here's the hilarious part. Nine RBIs three hits.
2: (laughs) That's
1: all all it takes. Two doubles and a grand slam. That's all it takes sometimes. Sure. That's one series. They were all clutch hits. Yes. And all were big hits that's created uh, runs on every one of them, (laughs) but he never got on base for anyone else. I know. All right. All right. We're getting ready to wrap this up.
0: Tommy report real quick, Jesse. Ah, nothing happened. He didn't do anything. (laughs) Literally nothing. All right. And that has been the Tommy Report. <laughs> Time to finish this up. Drum roll, please, for the Darwin Award. This week's Darwin Award winner is Kyrie Irving. Hey. Again. I think he's won another one before, but...
1: He just can't stop talking about He him.
0: can't stop talking. He can't stop saying stupid stuff. Kyrie Irving, after getting swept by the Boston Celtics in the very first round, after he only played good in Game 1, decided after when talking about if he's gonna stay in Brooklyn, contract extensions, all that, talks about how what's gonna happen for him in Brooklyn is him and KD are gonna go upstairs and manage this franchise. Shut up. (laughs) With the ownership and the GM. Hey Kyrie, how about you focus on your normal job first and do that well? How about you show up and just play well on the floor and produce and actually show up for work consistently before we start worrying about going into other lanes of player management? That's the first thing, Kyrie. Idiotic statement to say. Second, have you seen how it's going in the league in general when players think they know personnel? LeBron is more about winning than you've ever been, and he has been terrible when it comes to personnel management over the last two teams he's went to with the Lakers and Cleveland. So what makes you think you're going to do any better? But first, show up and play well on the floor first and make things about basketball And not everything outside of basketball, which is what Kyrie loves to do. One of the dumber statements I've ever seen. It amazes me
2: how someone can come out and say things like that and and genuinely believe that they're this profound thinker. Like, dude, if stupid could fly, you'd be a (laughs) B-52. Well,
1: I mean, the stupidest person in the room knows the smartest person in the room.
0: They always think the, that.
1: The insane person knows that everyone else in the room is insane and they are sane. Yes. That's what they know. They know that. But also what did I say yesterday?
0: That's yes? what Kyrie strikes me as.
1: Yeah, what did I say yesterday? It's like you barely showed up for work, didn't do any of your work, and then you demanded a promotion.
0: <laughs> Basically.
1: Like And then we just said it, like, who wants to play with you and the other one? Nobody. The other one. The only thing KD can do at this point to save things is like
0: go to the front office secretly and have them get rid of Kyrie. Please get rid of the other one. Yeah, you know what I would do to fix things if I was KD? What? You get rid of Kyrie? I'd hang up my shoes. You did good enough. <laughs> no, he's got to stay. He's just he's got to he's got to he's got to stab his friend in the back and get them to ship <laughs> Kyrie out of Brooklyn. I think the That's only their reason, only chance.
2: If I'm Durant, the only reason I want to stab Kyrie in the back now is so he doesn't do it to me
0: first. Probably. I don't think Kyrie even does stuff like that. I think he's just off on his own planet. What? I mean, he did that to Cleveland. What? And LeBron. He did it to LeBron. Yeah, but in he never
2: Cleveland. He, but he never said he was friends with him. He told a full TD Garden. Oh, he did do he that. He did. He
0: did do that. He did. He did. I want my number retired in these rafters. I'm going to be back. He, yeah, but I I just think I think he's delusional enough that he thinks that him and Katie are just the best, and it's everybody else's fault. So I don't think he'll do that to KD. I don't think he'll ever blame KD. I think he just thinks it's everybody else's fault (laughs) other than him and KD. Sure. Yes. So for that, again, just amazing lack of self-awareness. Kyrie Irving is once again the Darwin Award winner. All right. That has been in for us this week. Good luck to the Bruins. Playing tonight against Carolina We'll see how this goes You guys don't seem very aw- Well, seven, Brian is Brian thinks they're winning the series 7 o'clock Yes, 7 o'clock And uh, at Slow Your Roll By the way, on Instagram Slow Your Roll on Twitter And SlowYourRoll.com I just want to say one thing real quick If tonight uh, I reserve the right That if the Bruins get spanked tonight I can protect my. Like- <laughs> you have to wait a whole week to do that though. Damn it But who knows how far they are behind by then Alright sure. <laughs> They might be over All right, so with that, guys, have a great rest of your week.